The following podcast contains recounts of sexual assault. Listener discretion is advised. I invite you down the rabbit hole. Come with your opinions, come with your doubts, but above all, come with curiosity. For this is an idea to which someone has dedicated their life. I'm your host, Pepper. Welcome to Inspector Rabbit. I'm sitting here today with Dave Barry, who is a philanthropist, a teacher. He is also an international sports model who competed in Australian natural bodybuilding. He played first grade rugby league, and he also developed a program for Australian schools called Everybody Wins that focuses on health and well-being and leadership principles. Dave is also interested in spiritual development, the collective consciousness, and separating the ego from the self in order to deal with difficult circumstances. Thanks for coming on the show today, Dave. It's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> Thank you very much, and I hope this will be very helpful helpful for a lot of people. I think it will be. Now, you seem like a very whole, well-rounded, well-put-together and present human mm. being. I don't imagine this journey of yours has always been easy. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to be on this journey? Well, it, it kind of really started in high school where I learnt where I was fitting into the world uh, what I was good at, how my personality was starting to shape and what I wanted to do with my life and what would be of great use uh, for other people. So I went on uh, a bit of a self-discovery journey. Uh, I chose the, the physical path. I chose to be an athlete, one day become Australian champion, come back and uh, train the students. So it was for self-actualization to then transcend myself and take over the, uh, the schools and train the students. And yeah, I think in terms of wholeness, my family, my community, humanity, that I am whole and I'm looking at the world as whole and I allow people with everybody wins is life. I look at it as a team sport. So people can come and experience the one thing and we can show the students uh, on the school days uh, how to navigate difficult subject matter, how they can get beyond any circumstance so you can get beyond any personal set, uh, setback and uh, how to start living by your own rules regardless of uh, your circumstances. So you can absolutely change if you want to. And I hope that people, um, and you can, we show them how to change their beliefs. We show them how to adopt new world views so then you don't fall into society's uh, social traps. Just there saying. are some traps. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great. Well, I'm looking forward to delving into your story a little bit more. I really like that quote. Ease, grace, mm. flow and let go. Is that what you came up with? Yeah, yeah. And these are like... Um, I think it's just about even the myths of like there's a, like there's always going to be suffering in the world but then if you like I don't think most of the suffering is necessary okay. and um, I don't think it's always to work really hard is also a myth that becomes like a, a deep belief and it's not always true okay yeah. so can you tell me a little bit more about that because i think like most people think um you know you have to work really hard yeah and i know well, I, bel I, be I bel you know i yeah. believe those things as well yeah. you know because you kind of have that model to you and that's what the social narratives are mm. but just because everyone else is doing or saying that doesn't mean it's true Okay. Often far from true. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, yeah, you're right. So like it becomes a social trap. Yeah. You know, like, you know, my my dad and his, my grandpa, for example, it's just like, you got to go to work every day. You got to go to work every day. You got to be a hard worker. And I was told that. Yeah. Drummed in. That's through my family history line. Like, but it's not exactly true. Well, that's what a lot of people <laughs> do, right? They they pride themselves on having a good work ethic, and yeah. and that's how they build their status within society. And, and then, and then, so now I'm thinking also like, but if I work really, really hard, seven days a week, like physical labour, which is what my yeah. father was, I'm not gonna, you know, I want to live to a hundred. Yeah. Then what do I need to do or change mm. to live to a hundred? Not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's so you know true. what I mean? Yeah. But then, and, and then you become, like, in my 20s, I'm becoming prouder, you know, really, I'm like, I'm working 100-hour weeks, and I'm just like... and 100-hour weeks? But most of that wow. is then becoming too... Um, either too physical work ethic, if it's labouring on the construction site, or it just is just too many hours, mm. and you want to have... If you're trying to live to 100, you need to be sustainable, mm. not 10, 15 years and then you're no good. Or yeah. Something, you know? yeah. So I think that that's what society kind of does. And then, um, yeah, you gotta you got to break yeah. the habits, overcome the habits of being yourself or... Uh, so how have you overcome... Willing, being willing yeah. to adopt completely new world views, mm. like literally... If they're not going to empower you to have your big goals, visions, live to a hundred, you need to get rid of them, man. Mm. So yeah. how have you overcome this um, this social construct to you know do long hours, long weeks? What if I I understood that they were like my my father's uh, views of what he thought was right. Yeah. Um, and then I've watched, uh, you know, you need to look at other people and yes, people have experiences, um, but you need to learn that experience can also be detrimental in some mm. ways, like, um, uh, I guess 
you want to take wisdom mm. and experience that they're different. So you want to get the wisdom from the people who have the results that you want. Yeah. And be respectful that um, other people with their skills, their self-awareness um, may not may not always be able to and, and depends on what they're up after if they want do they want a higher intelligence do they want a higher consciousness um, do they want to upgrade their skills mm. some people don't yeah <laughs> because I know like you know growing up a lot of people have role models mm. and there's people you look up to but then mm. when you dig a little bit le- deeper you might find that their experiences um, their experiences and the things that they've achieved have biased them quite a lot and they might mm. be able to achieve the same outcome but they're going about it in a way that doesn't suit your values and doesn't align with the way that you want to live your life yeah that's, that's, that's yeah. absolutely right yeah and i think you can learn to uh separate yourself from the peer group at a young age mm. especially from the teenage years yeah and i seem to be able to do that from teenage years as i keep going and now also even like my family and my, my parents and stuff like that and although we've clashed a few like on dip because we have different life goals yeah different lifestyles. I, I, I don't want to live ultimately yeah. how my parents are living now yeah when i'm their age or older yeah so therefore i need to have different different implementation yeah yeah and that's really hard right separating from the group because i think historically as humans we mm we have traveled in groups so Mm. for you to separate yourself from the pack and then Mm. recreate and grow yourself Mm. um, that would have been a really difficult experience for you i imagine that's how it's always kind of been for me ever since i was a teen teenager so tell me but i recognize that okay and it doesn't mean i don't um you know i'm not i don't say that i'm better than anyone i Mm. just want different things for my life yeah and um obviously yeah socially it's like that's been ingrained in human nature to go together in teams Mm. but then um yeah sometimes that's not always the most effective (laughs) so what was it that sort of made you move away from the group and what was the catalyst for the changes that you've made in your life um I guess I, I just wanted to become who I wanted to become as a person and contribute the things that I know I can. And if you stay in your safety circles all the time, because most people are fear of criticism, right? They're afraid of being criticized or being judged. Um, you're just not going to become the best person, leader or performer you can be if you're not stretching, mm. stretching yourself. Um, so you don't get to stay in your comfort zones mm. and that's the enemy of human potential mm. right Definitely. <laughs> like but people know that intellectually right they yeah. know that but then going out and they're implementing that is yeah. that's that's the real challenge for people yeah for sure mm. okay let's talk about your everybody wins program yeah. now you've set this oh. up for schools <laughs> yeah. in australia so tell me about the everybody wins program you've got a okay. brochure there as so, well yeah, see. <laughs> how that all started that really started back then in the in the peer group stage around 14 15 because i was getting sports star of the month at my local high school for a variety of sports yeah what and sort then, of sports were you getting uh, for? could be swimming could be rugby league could be athletics cross country 
um, it could it was really any any kind of sport so that kind of come pretty natural to me and I figured out where I was fitting into the world and what how I could best be used for um, in that time I was only thinking about you know 10 years from now I become Australian champion in sport and then I meet other people I didn't know who they were going to be bring them back and we take over the school and that was literally <laughs> what I thought <laughs> I'm like yeah no I'm sitting at school assemblies that would be pretty cool yep looks like I can do it <laughs> and then you realise it's not that easy <laughs> That's right. but it sounded like a cool idea at the time and then like um, so you had this desire to come back to your school and give back yeah, after you've been away for a little while. Because I was, you know, I was going up on stage all the time with all these different sports awards. What, what sports? Can you tell me a bit about the sports you um, were involved in? Well, it was, it was mainly like, it was just any kind of sport really. Mm. It was like all kind of swimming events, athletics, uh, yeah, rugby league, touch football. Um, and that... that was just happening for me and I was just like well why don't you take it a bit further why mm. don't you really test yourself and see how how far you can go with mm. things so then it was like well why don't I become Australian champion of sport because I was represent uh, all these sports are at New South Wales level mm. like state level already at 14 15 years of age and I'm like I just seem to be kind of good at a f few of them but then you kind of have to get specific so mm. then it's like become Australian champion like men's fitness be on the cover of men's health yeah you're I'll on the cover of men's health I'll, aren't you well I was featured in the um one of the magazines haven't made the cover yet but, I haven't I made the cover <laughs> but, but that's like a future aspiration and it's not to be uh self image on the cock on the cover it's mm. self-actualization okay yeah and what's the difference well, self-image is like out there, you know, f you put your self-esteem and self-worth in, in, in getting likes, in fame, in material, in possessions, mm. in money, uh, in other people. And self-actualization is about your own personal growth, your learning, your mm. development of skills and uh, contribution. Mm. And the more you self-actualize, then you can contribute to other people, to your family, to your community, to humanity. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> so uh, you can't really have uh, self-transcendence without it. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like when you're on this journey of mm. um, pushing yourself as far as you yeah. could, doing all of these different sports, yeah. that you, you kind of, you didn't just go on the journey to get as many likes and no, shares as possible. It's, it's you were really growing from within. Yeah. yeah. So you, uh, I've observed the world, what I was doing well, um, what the world needed from me. Mm. So this is like, that's where calling, having a calling in your mm. life joins self and service mm. with my passions. Mm. So what does the world need from me? They need the physical health transformation, the mental health transformation, the emotional health mm. and, and the spiritual mm. transformations, right? Yeah. And I chose the spiritual path over the material journey. Okay. So then once you'd, you'd gone on off, done all this sports stuff, how did everybody wins mm. sort of come back full circle? Because that was well, a full circle and then the, 
the things that would trigger me then um, that really motivated me intrinsically was then when I went off, I left the high school and then I went to college and after about three months when I was captain of the college rugby league team, uh, my whole peer group, almost my entire peer group mm. turned on me multiple times a day and they would either hit and spit on me, throw my food away, drag me around the floor in a, in a pack mentality, mm. like three, four, five, six people. Mm. And not like we're not, we're talking multiple times yeah. a day. Um, and that was because I was the team captain and I'd calmly call them out for the uh, social injustice that they were mm. picking on other kids in the school. Yeah. And then ultimately my own teammates turned on me, my own yeah. peer group. So that c but I had the character defences to kind of um, defend myself from that. Mm. Um, and that's because I'd seen like Mahatma Gandhi in the movie and Nelson Mandela, who I've become obsessed with, mm. and I aspired to be like. Mm. And although they're highly regarded in uh in the world as great leaders you can uh, mm. learn the traits mm. and the skills so it sounds like you're on this um journey of you know aspiring self-discovery yeah self-discovery and then mm. these guys are just oh. in this boys club yeah toxic masculinity sort yeah. of mentality in the in the club yeah and i'm still friends with all these guys yeah. today wow they all have families they all have children yeah. and Although we live different lives, I still ask them how yeah. they're going, how their children yeah. are going. Yeah. And um, because I'm becoming who I want to become as a person, mm. regardless mm. of circumstances. Okay, so what does the Everybody Wins program do? What is it? Okay, so basically it started with wanting to go in and take over schools. And we train people for the physical health, the mental health, the emotional health. Uh, on personal leadership because you need to learn good leadership fundamentals principles to be successful in whatever your chosen endeavors are uh, there's also financial skills um, so I'm just gonna have a look at this brochure yeah, you've brought and in we take our, we take over the schools and we model this to the children to yeah. show them uh, what's possible mm. and I also put the presenters that have overcome these kind of major life obstacles in front of them. Yeah. So then they get a completely different set of uh, belief systems, strategies yeah. and principles uh, modelled to them. And yeah. it's really just a place for transformation. You can come and master whatever transformation you want. Um, and it's a place that's very supportive and we create deliberately uh, a, wa a huge uh, safe safe place yeah we're expanding the safety circle if anything and modeling what's possible mm. and that's a very positive thing for yeah. kids what what ages um, are you pitching this to uh, so at the moment we're doing year 9 to 12 in high schools so that usually about 14 yeah. to 18 okay. and from the everybody wins school initiative I'm then trans transitioning it also into justice systems oh really transformation wow. yeah and ultimately in 2021 we'll have the first everybody wins community event for the adults in canberra 
Wow, that's really exciting. So I'm just yeah. having a flick through this brochure here, and um, got some pretty good stuff in here. Um, there's a table in here with the mm. titles "Core Needs," "Resourceful yep. Behaviors," and then "Unresourceful Behaviors." And yep. there's topics here about growth, contribution, connection, love, significance, certainty, uncertainty, mm. and these kinds of things are really, um, really important for a young person, I imagine, mm. who is trying to find themselves and. And yep. then you've got a pie chart here on values, mm -hmm. questioning what their strengths are, what do I want to contribute, what are my top rules for life. Mm. So how have kids responded to this program uh, so far? Pretty much, why aren't we doing this kind of thing every day? Yeah. <laughs> so I saw because the video. Like that's it. the thing. You need to know these fundamentals uh, and being shown that, I think, at an early age. Um, because most of this stuff I was not shown. I had to yeah. figure it out on my self-discovery journey. Yeah. Um, and like the first page is how to build a positive mindset. I mean, it's yeah. mind-blowing that yeah. we are not taught this stuff as children. And so what emotional mastery. People are trying to get rid of, you know, most of their negativity or yeah. limiting belief system. Yeah. And you're never really shown that as a child or most of the adults in the world are not even really shown that. So I just thought uh, that would be very, very valuable uh, service and contribution then to get everyone together under one roof and it's a place for transformation and expose people to mm -hmm. this kind of content. Because if you don't know what's driving your internal decision-making mm -hmm. process, you're going to live an accidental life. And you just, unfortunately, too many people just, you know, this is what they're taught from their parents. This is what they're taught from their peer group. This is what they're taught from their social group. Mm. This is what the teachers say. But yeah. that might not necessarily work for you. And you don't want to live an accidental life mm. because we know that um, most people, well, all the studies say that number one fear of the dying, if people didn't become who they wanted to become. Wow. But then you've got to do some different kind of thinking. Yeah. you got to... <laughs> but know, it's ask hard they, though, ask right? Questions. Because a lot of people... They're not exposed to this. Yeah, and people almost inherit their values and mm. their organi the organisations and schools they're in, mm. they take on their values. That's but right. To actually step away and... They think for consider, yourself. Yeah, think so for that, themselves. That, that goes back to that skill where you separate yourself from mm. the peer group. You separate yourself from being able to family. does mm. not mean you don't love them, mm. but it means you can think... Yeah. yourself and you can be a different person you're, you're object you're object an objective person yeah and everything is also subjective <laughs> yeah of course of course <laughs> okay and then you've got financial management in here as well mm -hmm. how do the kids respond to that well um that, that's great as well because like in our society and what's going on in the world at the moment we've got COVID 19 are you going to take care of your health learn better health practices are you going to prepare your finances? Yeah. And what does it look like in our society? Yeah. Then you yeah. need to learn that at an earlier an age. So therefore, regardless of whatever uh, career path or you know work life that you choose to go uh, to pursue, that you also then have financial strategies in place for when things are not going mm. well because these are all just worldly circumstances. So you need to go, whatever someone says or does something to me or some circumstance, 
you're not going to let the environment dictate you. Yeah. Because you're in charge of your thoughts and yeah. your feelings and yeah. your life destiny. So there, this is just a temporary circumstance at the moment in the world. And this isn't just ba- basic budgeting for mm. teenagers. This is good versus bad debt, examples yeah. of different types of loans, traps with debt, ability to repay, hidden charges. Mm. I mean, this stuff would have been really valuable mm. So to me personally, well, but I imagine a lot of people out there just, just going into the one. Yeah. So just like the health trap, yeah. There's also, you know, financial traps in the world. Yeah. And you need to know how to get around mm. what's actually from what feels true to what is actually yeah. truth and yeah. truth beyond yeah. <laughs> everything. And it looks like <laughs> you've, you've got a lot of really good presenters in there. Mm. So how yeah. is there a team of you who go in? Yeah. There? So. I deliberately, even when I was, you know, I said one day I'm going to become Australian champion, build the school. I did not know who the presenters were going to be at 15 years of age. Yeah, (laughs) of course (laughs) not. You don't know who they are. Mm. We're talking 15 years later, right? 10 to 15 years Mm. later. So then I'm just like, you know, about five years ago, I started going, oh, I can see this person in around age 30, you Mm. know, they'd be good to contribute back. So I, I started monitoring people. And then figuring out who was kind of, you know, at the top of their, their field, who also has um, great character. You know, you can't just have high-performing people that mm. are moral because um, then they need to be a good role model for young people. So, obviously, I need to be very uh, sure of that. And also that they've had the ability to go beyond these life circumstances which everyone in society says can't be done Mm. and we know that that's not true that's right yeah and you've got some really good presenters on there that have come Mm. through really big transformations their their life was never like that Mm. their their life was the opposite they were completely obese Mm. then they go to you know obese party to four-time australian champion Mm. that's the body transformation there's yeah. no fixed body. There's no, you know, the DNA is not fixed. Which now yeah, <laughs> we, are, yeah. we can we can shift our genetic expression. Mm. So it's much less about genes and way more about our, our habits, mm. our belief systems, whether we're willing to change them or not, adopt new worldviews or mm. not. Uh, the environment. Who do you aspire to be like? For me, it was Gandhi and Mandela. I thought mm. they were cool. Yep. But not everything, or not all their methods are going to work in the world today. Yep. But the characteristics and values behind it, I mm. love. I fell in love with. Yeah. And they were people from different continents I'd never met, right? In person, different continents, different skin colour. You can learn from anybody. And mm. you've got to be willing to be open to that. And that's a humility thing. Um, and do you touch on mental health? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For m- mental health, I... Feel, I feel mental health, uh, the whole healthcare system, um, education, that is all ready for complete disruption <laughs> in, my, in, in the way I'm going about it. Yeah. I know I'm not going to be popular mm. in the short term with a lot of people, but it's not personal. 
and you got to separate yourself. You separate ego from the equation and of what, life. Uh, what changes, <laughs> what waves are you making? Tell me about them. How are you going to shake up the healthcare well, system? Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Not, not many people like you coming in and taking over their school for a start. Yeah. Now I'm coming in and trying to take over jail. They're saying you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that this is not all true. There's yeah. people are resistant to this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested <laughs> it takes to know. some time, but why wait? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I'm interested to know how you're implementing uh, the, the Everybody Wins mm. program into the justice system. Yeah. But before we get onto that, I want to focus on the mental health piece mm -hmm. and mm. what was the catalyst for you to change and how mm. you've deal, dealt with mm. mental health issues in your life. Yeah, well, the first thing, everyone has mental health, right? What, mm. what you think about, what how you think, how you feel, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I think it's just very important to, one of the big mistakes people make is feelings are not things. They get mm. they become attached to their, their thoughts and their feelings and without just let without letting them go by. They embody the experience yeah. of the emotion rather yeah. than detaching and mm -hmm. yeah. You know, there's a lot of work that needs to go into that that's shaped you from mm -hmm. your childhood because you come in your ch you're innocent and you come through life and you need to figure out what's uh, shaped you and your personality but it's not what happens to us it's what we decide to do and what we make of what we have right yeah um so just getting rid of the negativity putting yourself so many people are imprisoned really by the environments but then they're also self-imprisoned because if you don't have if you're constantly around people that aren't aligned to where you want to go uh it's really hard to have that willpower to get outside of it because there's always going to be that that tension yeah because um if they if they don't you know you want them to have good habits to get you where you want to go mm -hmm. so you don't just choose your be wishful about your destiny you need to align yourself with your habits your values mm. and beliefs to get yeah. there uh, otherwise um and, and you want to be around a, a not just a positive environment, a, a peaceful environment mm. where you're moving through life with yeah. just flow. Yeah, and it, like clearly looking at you, well, talking to you, you're well, in a really good space. Do you want to be, a, you know, a prisoner of yeah. your past or you're pioneering yeah. your destiny? Yeah. And I want to fall in love with my future and the person that I'm becoming mm. and just allow that to be unfoldment. Yeah. That's really difficult for people to do. But if it can be done because uh, I don't promote myself as some, some guru because things always come in life and all goods are going to be attacked as far yeah. as I know in my life. Yeah, like totally. people just deliberately attack me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and I'm then in control of how I choose to live my life yeah. regardless of what happens yeah. to me. But in everybody's life, there's mm. obviously road bumps along the way and some people have traumatic things mm. or some people have you know small little road bumps mm. along the way what's <laughs> happened in your life that maybe at one point mm. or could have thrown you off the path mm. to achieving your goals and has yeah. there been anything in your life yes, like that that's uh, being sexual assault so being uh, misled by people and um you know deliberately drugged and then yeah, obviously had, had sex with 
Um, so and all my possessions getting stolen. So um, and that would have been a really <laughs> traumatic well, event. Yeah, like you don't kind of expect things like that to happen, but I mean that's just life and. Well, especially not yeah. when you're at your peak as a well, as yeah. a sports star and you're strong and yeah. Well, you don't um, expect to hear things like that in society, but it can, those things can happen to anyone. But it's also how um, you pr- you process it, right? So, but yeah. how how did you feel when that happened? Because you can't go from that happening to processing. Yeah, yeah. Well, can't at the. It, it was m- it was at the time in the event I, that m- all that was out of my control because I was very intoxicated from being out and then obviously having drugs put in my system. So what other people do, um, that was completely out of my control. Mm. Um, so it was more so after the event because you were just like days after you're just like in disbelief. How, yeah. how, well, then you go, how does that happen to so me? That actually happened. But you got to be, yeah. you know, you can't go down that mindset because that that uh, spirals down into like, again, other people are in control of your thoughts mm. and your feelings. But yeah. at, at the time, it's overwhelming, right? I'm not going to deny that. So it did rattle me and of a course, lot like for about three months. Three months. And yeah. what, was, what were those three months like for you? What, um, just for the listeners, like what did you experience? Well, what, what did you I could... At the time, I didn't realise it, like um, shock, obviously, um, but the, my body and that, I couldn't sleep at night. I might have only slept one to th- two hours, maybe, mm. a night. And why? And even you? then, my eyes were like literally open, so my body was my body was awake. Just hyper vigilant. So, yeah, real yeah. sensitive. I could, so I wasn't sleeping, and there could be three days straight where I didn't sleep at all and just because you were alert um so obviously then you know you you start doing the groundwork and um you're not sleeping so I'm like you know you start taking sleeping tablets Mm. and you start you went to the doctor explained the doctor they put you on you know the uh the antidepressants and the Xanax Mm. and all that kind of stuff and the spiral begins. Yeah. yeah. So then, you, then you start abuse. I recognise the pattern in my behaviour. Mm. I'm taking sleeping tablets, excess, starting to excessively, taking the medication excessively, and then m- multiple. Mm. You know, you, all of a sudden yeah. you're taking four or five different kinds of pills and that. Yeah. And then, and then we're having lots of coffees in the morning to sort of get yourself oh, up. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I probably. I probably was, but um, at that stage, I didn't like <laughs> coffee as much in my life. <laughs> yeah. But the point being is, I recognised the pattern in my behaviour, and for about three months, I'm just like, I'm starting to become addicted, dependent on these. They're actually not working at all, yeah. and I'm just like, regardless of this experience, all these circumstances, and I walked out. And literally the three month mark to the to the day I walked outside one morning to my recycle bin I dumped all the antidepressants the Xanax the sleeping pills everything one in the recycle bin and I just mm. walked away going this is who I want to become I'm going after these this life vision no matter what and um I was just like yeah. why do these things keep happening to me because I was mm. like just wandering around the street that night um, 
do you know Mo like I guess bit I have to take some responsibility of like being a bit careless because I was ho highly intoxicated but then if other people choose to kind of take you out in those circumstances you, you can't do nothing about it then <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I suppose I'd have to disagree with you yeah. in, in one right. respect because I think that no matter how intoxicated yeah. you are no one has the right to oh, do that yeah, to you that of course so yeah. I don't think there's any responsibility yeah. like for you to take to yeah, yeah. But I, like, you, that's, that's and, and true and that, yeah. that goes back to like a lot of women who have experienced mm. sexual assault or harassment and that's quite mm. I'd say almost every mm. woman yeah um you know, wearing a short skirt or being mm. drunk and people saying it's their fault. Like, I don't yeah. think that it's your oh, fault yeah, because yeah. you're intoxicated. Yeah. Well, now if you put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well I mean, yeah. it's it's the same narrative, right? Like, when mm. we're used to talking about women being sexually mm. assaulted and I think you're really brave for mm. talking about this openly because yeah, there aren't a lot good. of men who talk about sexual assault. Yeah. And there's no way that, I mean... Doesn't matter what state yeah. you were in, what you're wearing. If mm. even if you were dancing, you know, on a table yeah. in your in your tidy whiteies mm. or something, that yeah. gives no one the right to do what they do oh, to you. Oh, absolutely not. So it's def that's definitely unethical, right? Um, from them, and um, that's about them. It's not about me at all. But that sounds mm. like something that you went through as part of the healing process, is recognizing that, mm. well, or even going through a thought process of. Did I have anything to do with this? Was yeah. this my fault? And mm. do you need, like, well, do I need I to forgive myself? That kind yeah, of yeah, thing. I did. Yeah. And what I learned to do is, you know, in the next 12 months, I didn't drink at all. Yeah. So that was one. Were you drinking while you were taking the, the pills? Oh, no, I don't. No? I don't do. You I don't drink? No, well, at the time, yeah. I, was, I was drunk, walking yeah. around the street intoxicated. But other people gave me pills yeah. without me being yeah. able to control that. Yeah like um they literally picked me up off the ground after like knocking me in the head of from yeah. somehow they yeah. picked me up then and they're like you want one of these i literally couldn't even stand mm. and they've put a pill in my mouth and i'm just going oh fuck uh, <laughs> i'm like I, I knew then i was in big time trouble yeah like i was just like but then they carried me somewhere and i don't know where so part of the healing process was like knowing that for the next 12 months you're not going to drink david at all you're going to get along get on with your life vision you're going to head in the direction you want to go in um and realize that maybe you can't always just walk around as that that drunk you know like there i, I did feel a little bit like but then as you said you can't control what other people and they don't have the right to do with um, no matter what state yeah you're yeah in. i mean that you're in a vulnerable mm. state yeah, yeah so i, I do yeah. then you, you kind of got to learn to reel yourself in sometimes so that's where i did also learn mm. on that personal responsibility yeah. um so when you're in that deep dark place and you've thrown the pills and the recycling yeah. <laughs> which i find interesting right i mean can they recycle them i, I know which so. is probably the you wrong know, option but it was a bin <laughs> And now, now I say that, I also laugh about that. I'm like, that was the wrong bin, but anyway. And, you know, I'm sure probably against doctor's advice to just stop all yeah, the meds yeah. at once. But yeah. they must have but been... But I also model this in front of people um, 
on the on the school day sometimes, mm. depending on what kind of content we're teaching, um, because I want them to see that it's possible. Yeah. But then I'm also saying which part, like I even I even model like I get cups sometimes on the school days, yeah, and then I'm like. I, I tell them that and I model that in front of them. Yeah. That's okay. literally what I did and the whole room goes like their mouth just goes well. Yeah. Because But what <laughs> was it when you're in that really dark place and mm. you realise that you were relying on these tablets and you still felt like mm. rubbish, I'm guessing. Mm. And I wonder if you were trying to get to sleep because you're just sick of being awake and didn't want to deal with your mm. thoughts or did you have flashbacks? Uh yeah. yeah. And and you still kind of do, but now it's not now to know that you've healed a lot more is um, you have a lot less mm. experiences. You're mm. not living in the past as much and the emotional intensity is a lot less. And, mm. and then to the point where now if it comes up, you can let it go. Okay. So when yeah. you're in that place, you threw out the tablets, what was it inside of you mm. that just went, you know what? This is not how my life is yeah, going to well, be. I'm not going to live this way. Well, like, that's what I'm like. That's why you this. need a vision of your future and you need to fall in yeah. love with your future. So that's why like, I'm going to become Australian champion. So then I was literally tunnel vision, I guess. Yeah. Like Just towards your goals. Yeah. Because uh, what, what was the option? What was the alternative if you kept keep, going down? Otherwise, you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to live my life like that. I don't want to mm. be uh, dependent on medication. And that's why, the, you know, the future of another example it's not what happens to you it's what you think about mm. it and what you decide to do and i'm a human and anyone out there can start i can't make people become more self-aware i can't make people improve their personal mm. commitment to solve whatever their life problems are mm. and you can't it's not just problems there's always a solution yeah. <laughs> or yeah. there could be a few yeah. solutions but what you can do and what you are doing mm. with your programs and as mm. a teacher yourself you yeah. are helping mm. you believe in the individual and you're helping the individual create themselves to be yeah um the well best you're a, they you're a creator be. right yeah you want to be a creator of your life we're always creating whether it's perceived as negative or mm. positive and i hadn't seen i felt because i hadn't seen any young guy come out who with an athlete you know kind of stereotype reveal this about to them the sexual assault stuff. Yeah, yeah i hadn't seen it and that was complete unknown i did not know anyone yeah. who had done it so i'm like damn all right you'll become australian champion you reveal that about yourself david well that sounds pretty good holy shit I that's mean, scary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's literally what i thought <laughs> here you go become australian champion then that's what you're gonna do i can see but like I, I see the higher purpose that it'll help everyone but oh shit yeah like, and that's and that's literally what scary. what i lived into and yeah. i i guess it was building yourself up you know uh to get that self-confidence even that greater self-esteem yeah. and then you realize all of that is just it's just a phantom illusion yeah. and but how you, c you confront yourself and honor means you can't run from yourself right you can't hide from yourself you might be able to portray a self-image and that's the difference between self-image and self-actualization but you can never hide from yourself mm -hmm. and i put my one of the wisest things i did as a young person i put my self-esteem you know it's in, it's intrinsic i mm. didn't put it in material possessions i didn't put it in the family i didn't put it in the the money okay and that's where people or, or have a leadership title 
and people you know they come from innocence and they go on that kind of spiritual path and they go they put their self-esteem in their family the money the house the cars the image things the possessions and what happens when people lose a loved one what happens when they lose their job they lose their leadership title they don't mm. have the money they're coming from lack and loss and their and identity is just falling and apart and that's, that's a very that's dark place to be yeah um that's very uh very clever of you Where did I, I you come did, up with this well, so I, young well that's when my peer group turned mm. on me yeah. i figured that out so you had to survive to well, get through it i just had that self-awareness mm. back then and i realized that they were trying to fit in they mm. were trying to fit in with the peer group and even though my whole peer group attacked on me i had the intrinsic self-worth and mm. their self-worth and self-esteem was external mm. it was actually fragile mm -hmm. okay mm. Um. and that, that, that you know that's why you pursue the the spiritual path instead of the material yeah so what do you do now to keep yourself regulated what's your regime and how do you get into the flow and i think anyone can do these things that i'm doing it's not dave is a guru um forgiveness forgiveness isn't just for the other person it's also for you it's setting mm. yourself free so if you cannot forgive you're always going to be a, a prisoner there's no future for you yeah and that's just like it's just very simple and then you need to train the body emotionally because the body is also one of the things that holds people back uh, most people don't like going to the gym working out but just you need to work out because you need to have great physiology mm. and uh, get better emotional health so um you know that's that's all these responses that people are having with this within emotionally within the body because the yeah. body's the feelings and the uh, the thoughts the vocabulary of the mind yeah going back to forgiveness though mm. i mean you've got to forgive yourself and other people but that's mm. far easier said than done yes, i mean how do you even begin <laughs> to go down that journey i mean i've, I've yeah. spoken to you know numerous people and um I think something that a lot of mothers um, go uh -huh. through as well is feeling like maybe they didn't do the best job they could have yeah. when, you know, at certain times in their child's lives and then, mm. you know, if their child's life doesn't work out the way that they've expected or planned, mm. um, of, of course they can release that and, you know, let the child mm. go where they want. But how do you go back and forgive yourself for, or for those mm. people who, um, you know, used to be really religious and mm. now they've left the church and they're... Mm. Um, having relations that you know they were yeah. brought up not to have those kind of intimate relationships and well, how do you reconcile that within yourself where do you begin <laughs> like well I know where, yeah well that's the thing where where do you begin and there's no I don't think there's any right place I think you just need to begin somewhere yeah. and that might be with your physical health that could be working yeah. on your mental health your positivity getting yeah. yourself in better environments reading the books listening to podcasts learning the skills if you uh, work on your personal development your growth you're going to have mm. a future if you don't yeah. <laughs> and how do you know not. where you're going to grow i mean do you well where do you, where do you want to grow what yeah. what are your goals where do you want to grow what yeah. skills do you need because i suppose if people are um, trying to reconcile things within themselves then they're not their behavior isn't aligning to their own value structure so how do you go that in bang on and yeah. 
How do you go in and well, begin to restructure those narratives you've heard for your whole life that you've inherited from your parents if, and your peers? If you're not aligned, mm. therefore you've got no confidence. You're mm. gonna, you're gonna be. Uh, if you, yeah, you just won't have any confidence. You yeah. build confidence by acting in alignment mm. with your values mm. and your principles and your destiny. That, that's how you build confidence. That's how you grow. Um, so the most meaningful and purposeful thing you can do and inspiring is to fulfill your highest values every day. So therefore, you would need to know your values, design them to live into that destiny. Design them, I like that. And that's what that's we teach inspiring. the kids on the school day. So therefore, you're not living an accidental life. And I show them how to do that. They get the book and they also get to take that home to their parents. And I show them my values, but they're not the values. My values are only an example because you probably want to live a different life than me. You might like to learn from me, but you probably mm. want different things for your yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's important because there's no one way of living that's life. Right. And there's no <laughs> right way and no wrong way. There are there are there are no rules. Yeah, there are no <laughs> they're rules. They're all self-imposed. And um, here's the thing is my play going in and taking over schools and jails mm. that's my play mm. but play for someone else could be you know harming people yeah definitely so that that's that's play that's probably yeah. that could be love for other people yeah so how are you going to put this program in the uh, in the justice system in australia what's the plan well <laughs> forgiveness is one yeah. of those values that probably needs to go you know and also not just the inmates but also the staff when you think about it in in the justice system and complete transformation because you can't just say expect other people to do things that you're unwilling to do yourself mm. so at what stage of so if in regards to the values and the yeah. inmates if the values changes, the thinking changes, yeah. therefore the actions change. Okay. Most people are trying to just work on behavioural, which is superficial, but you need to really work yeah. on the, the values and the beliefs which are guiding these mm. behaviours. Yeah. So I was recently um, doing some research into mm. PTSD and how yeah. people go through trauma and mm. when they, a lot of the people who recover from PTSD mm they go through an internal value restructure mm -hmm. and they reassess all of their values, mm -hmm. behaviour, circumstances and just take a step back and look at it objectively and rather than saying, oh, I might be overbearing, whatever, or I might mm. be a bit gossipy or I might be this and that and not looking at the traits they don't like and judging mm. themselves, just going, you know, sometimes I am a bit this or I am a bit that and mm. I don't like that in myself so I might adjust it and it doesn't mean like get rid of it or... Not, it's just like you might be a 10 out of a 10 for something, mm. you might just want to bring that down to a five, but then your other traits and behaviors mm. you might go, Okay, well, I'm a bit shy, I'm yeah. probably two out of 10, and I want to bring that up to a five and just re, um, re sort of jigging your mm. traits, I suppose, and then absolutely, and then going forward in the world. But yeah. people who do that and they restructure their behavior. Mm they have to leave that old person behind mm -hmm. because they've not just changed but they've committed to a change and they've moved forward mm. and they sort of disconnect from the person they used to be and let go of that mm. narrative and that story yeah. and they move forward in the world and and into that ease and flow and yeah. they're the people who 
from what I read, um, seem to have the best best success rate in mm. in healing. Yeah. yeah. So it's not what happens to you at, at all; it's how you think about it and uh, what we do. Mm. And I see it's, got it's like, and that's so simple. Mm. Um, but I didn't say it's always going to be easy. Mm. Um, but it's what people that need to know is it's definitely possible and mm. um, I feel that it's very important that's why we run the school thing the jail things and the community mm. events for me that's just self transcendence yeah um, and consideration respect for all of humanity wow and you seem to have a really um, it, it, to be honest it, it, bl it blows my mind that it's, I get a lot of resistance from the schools because I pay for the whole thing as well. Like The schools aren't paying you to do this? No, I finance the whole thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I this was a business. I, this no, is you this contributing is and giving th back. This is complete philanthropy. and But here's the thing as well. Like, um, <laughs> I'm mind blown. Why are they just taking uh, it? Because... It's kind of outside their their realm a, li a little bit. Um, yeah, so I recruit the whole teams. I organize the whole day, get everyone there. And pretty much all I need from the schools is give me one day this year. One day, I'll get everyone there. I'll pay for it. Give you all the workbook. Can you do that? <laughs> it's just like, and that's in there too. No, Dave, um... We just don't have any time. We don't have any budget. I said we didn't even ask for that. I'm covering it as well. Just so you take that excuse out as well. <laughs> yeah, and um, because as I've already discussed, most children never shown this in their life. Most adults are never exposed to this in their life. Um, and it's cutting through all the drama narratives and just getting to the heart and getting to the truth. Mm. And you... Uh, you know, most as you've seen in the world at the moment, most people living in lack and fear. And if you don't know how to stop yourself to get out of that, and you have the uh, more helpful health practices, mm. more helpful financial strategies in place, yeah, your life's going to be unnecessarily uh, harder. And I, re for me, I think healthcare of the future is about just reducing that unnecessary suffering but I am not in control of other people's personal commitment mm. if they do want a higher intelligence if they do want to expand their consciousness self expand self-awareness um, and their ability to deal with stress tolerance mm. but I'm a human as well Everything that's happened to all you guys happened to me. I'm, you know, I have different life mm. um, results, mm. and I've made the most of yeah. whatever experience. You know, you gotta you gotta get beyond yourself, right? Like it's it's that's just part of life. <laughs> 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 you know, and, yeah. and and if you're gonna let other people. Um, circumstances what they say and do to you mm. 
then you're always going to be in a victim yeah. mindset and at the moment society has this collective victim mindset mm. and whilst it's true with you know a virus and stuff like that mm. there's many things you could do to better prepare yourself yeah and i think you've you've said quite a few mm. words there that have piqued my interest which i'm going to ask yeah. you about in a moment but i just wanted to say that i think at times when you know you see people in the media or you know on i should say social media they've got a big mm. following or just celebrities out there or someone who's transitioned from a, a terrible state and then mm. now they're doing really well and they often get up on stage or on online on tv and they're going look i did this and you can do it too and mm. actually i was talking to a friend of mine the other day who went to a um, women's conference and mm. there are a lot of women there of all sort of walks of life and they were saying like look how well we're doing we've come through this adversity and these struggles and mm. and you know our key takeaway is take every opportunity or do the best that you possibly can and of yeah. course there's going to be other women sitting there who are thinking well i don't have those opportunities and i don't have the tools to get through mm. and i think that it can be quite polarizing when yeah. you come through and you're a successful person going do this do that but credit to you because mm. you haven't just come through every, adversity you've everyone you've can do but you've created a value you've created a whole mm. course for children to do mm. and you're giving it away and, and for free. <laughs> yeah for free you're not just saying you know <laughs> it's just like, like it's ridiculous yeah like, i mean i i'm yeah. really impressed you're not just mm. saying you're like push through and mm. try your best you've actually in this book that mm. you know i'm sure we can put a, and, a page and, uh, of it on, online i'm not even for i'm not even trying to prove people wrong either that's no. not my intention it's it's do you want to live in unnecessary suffering for your life? But people don't know how to get out of it. But and you've no. created this workbook yeah. so people can go through and, and restructure themselves. And like I'm not saying, there's always going to be human suffering. That's yep. what the Buddhists su yep. say. You're suffering in life, but um, you must have been it's, in, a it's, bad in, it's, it's inherent. <laughs> in, it's inherent in the life, but it's all, everything yeah. is also temporary, yeah. and depending on your a level of expanded self-awareness mm. you know you can get beyond that yeah and um well i think you've done a great job with the everybody wins program mm. it's it's a fantastic initiative so Thank well you. done to you <laughs> <laughs> it really is it's, a, it's an unfoldment still, <laughs> still. <It's> unfolding. <laughs> okay so the other things uh now just as we've been yeah. chatting you've said a few words that are have piqued mm. my interest yeah. and those who who know me um, will know that this question's always been coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've said words like transcendence and yeah. letting go of ego, service, contribution, yeah. um, higher values, high purpose, well, then and what destiny. Is, what is your higher self? Yeah. So, so if you're thinking of like your higher self, how do you have to think, feel, and act? Yeah. Now, and every day. Well, for those who aren't familiar with those mm. terms and those words, it does sound to me very Deepak Chopra, very mm. Eckhart Tolle, yeah, very yeah. Uh, a and man's the, search for meaning. These are kind of, you know, other people that you know have read yeah. from books and. So what? What's your philosophy? How do you live your life? What's your spirituality? What's your? What are your beliefs? Oh, one of my beliefs is um, human potential. That's that's limitless. That mm. we. We put limitations on our on ourself, and then, you know, there's some very good alibis out there. Mm. <laughs> you need to be going. Oh, that's just true for them. It's not true for me at all. Yeah. And yeah. even though the whole social group might just go, no, 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 Dave, that's not right, or that's not possible. Yeah. 
you have to have the ability to be objective, mm -hmm. not take offense to that, disconnect and go, well, you know, at the end of my life, who do I want to be? What do I want my family to say about me? Mm -hmm. What contributions do I want to make? And uh, you live into that vision. Mm. And because do you believe I, I want to, and by living in that into that vision, I'm going to have a greater peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Because then there's not that, um, you're not violating your conscience and that's integrity. Mm. Integrity leads to a life of wholeness. Mm. And what does wholeness mean to you? What does wholeness mean to me? Well, even when I was younger, like early teens, so even 15, I was like, I was already thinking, because obviously to build the school thing, thinking about out living outside of myself. So like an out of body experience. Yeah, yeah, cool. li living in, and that's like different realms or just well, what? service and contribution. It's yeah. not just it's not about you. It's actually oh, you're not going like full spiritual. You're talking about like giving service. Aren't yeah, you? yeah, I just went like yeah, next. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I'm thinking about the family i'm thinking mm -hmm. about the community i'm thinking about humanity as oneness mm. and it's all we're all just one we're all the one thing and i think that's what most people uh feel that lack of separation from um so you think we're all connected yeah yeah uh, it's the the ego separates people yeah and uh, do you believe in the collective consciousness yes yeah um what is that for the listeners who aren't familiar well Consciousness can be any, anything. We mm. just we cre we're creative beings, and do you want to create a lot of drama in your life, or do you want to create uh, peace? Mm. So, I do you think we're all connected in some way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just by the by the way we communicate, um, either by you know family, by community, um, socially, mm. you know, as we're evolved. Mm. Yeah. And just be helpful to one, anoth one another. Mm. I usually ask the kids, I'm like, is life just about you or is it a team sport? And they're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they're like, oh. <laughs> so let's just focus on you and your mm. regime. How do you mm. get into the flow these mm. days? How do you regulate well, well, I'm yourself? Do I'm doing those things. Yep. So I'm going to the gym. I'm having great physiology doing the yoga, doing the meditation for my emotional health, okay. reading the books, listening to the podcasts and the mental health and the skills, hanging out with the people that I want to learn from that uh, want to be of service to the world, um, not bringing people down, want to uplift humanity. Yeah. Uh, so then putting yourself in those environments with those associates, those role models, um, as mm. much as possible and you got to you got to and that could be your work environment that might be reducing who you spend time in your family if your spouse you don't have to be with the one partner for your whole life if you are not having a common vision and a common values then you probably need to uh, have equanimity and great respect um, and, and separate Mm. Not just stay together for to look good for society, <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot of people do that. Be, that and be and true. be and be miserable on the inside, mm. you know. Like 
That's why people change their behaviors because they want to feel better. Usually yeah. it's to get the feeling. Yeah. And the purpose isn't, you know, some mythical thing in the, in the clouds. It's my life purpose is my, the lifestyle, the leadership vision, the contributions, the activities I'm doing and how I feel it, want to feel about myself every day. So therefore I get my physiology, I get my mo- mental health skills, I do my emotional health. And, and that leadership lifestyle and being that person, loving kindness, grace, appreciation for all of life, giving thanks for life. So okay, that sounds like a mm. really good regime. What kind of meditation do you do? Uh, so I use the daily, uh, the Calm app, so you can download it, the Calm app. And um, I usually get up and I just do 10 minutes in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I get up, I go to the gym, I come back, I have a cold shower, and then I walk downstairs and I have a 10-minute uh, calm app. Yep. And then I eat. Mm. So I do my practices. And by doing these health practices as well, you get your physiology, yeah. your emotionality. And on the science perspective, dopamine, oxytocin, mm. serotonin, mm. endorphins, already going before I move into my day before I go to whatever work job, before mm. I start any other task, mm. my health is taken care of. Yeah, your health is paramount. Mm. Sounds like a really good regime. I noticed you quickly brushed over so the cold showers there. Is that the, uh, yeah, the Wim Hof method, like the ice man, yeah, like so breathing showers? Originally I got started doing that because one of my mates on the team, Ben Abstecker, started, he was doing that, he went to Wim Hof and that. And you went to the Wim Hof Center. Yeah, cool, yeah. cool. And so Where was that? Uh, I think he went to one in Sydney. Sydney? Yeah. And and now, you know, like doing cold showers, that you get put you into the present. You gotta learn to emotionally self regulate. Yeah, that flight res- fight a fight flight response happens. Yeah. And you gotta bring yourself into the calm. Yeah. Because he did clinical trials to show mm. that he was able to control his blood yes. flow and get rid of I think they injected Wim Hof with mm. uh, was it E. coli, mm. something disgusting. Mm. And, and through uh, his breathing, I think it's called yep. halotropic breathing, or that could okay. be another type. And the cold water in the ice bath, mm. he was able to self-regulate. Well, he was able to fight that. Reject. He was able to reject mm. it. And they did and clinical are, trials, and I can't believe it's not mainstream. And the body, the body yeah. is designed to heal itself, Mm. reject the bacteria, reject the viruses, but you have to become the person or be that person who goes out and does the training. And any human can go do that. Do you want to have that lifestyle? When do you want to take care of your health? I don't know, it's up to you. How about now? (laughs) (laughs) I know. sounds like this kind of stuff can make changes to your and, and I've, I've got to like I just got to laugh about it out there and it's not you know you're not trying to prove people wrong it's just you're open are you going to shift your world views change your belief system you can change that at any time and if it's not working well for you you probably need to go to the people who are actually doing that getting these because you can learn from a lot of people who do things mm. very differently yeah. from you. And everyone's on their own journey yes. and on different in paths. Yes, re- in respect to that, yeah. That is completely fine. And mm. one of the books that, well, actually two books I read when I was 14 mm. or 15, 
um, absolutely changed my life and I think set me up to guide me the rest mm. of the way. Do you know which books they are? I think one's an <laughs> Eckhart Tolle one you told me. They're both the Eckhart Tolle oh, okay. books, yes. Yeah, so Power of Now? The Power of Now yeah. and A New Earth. Okay, and yep. those books, after going to Catholic schools, religious yes. schools my entire life, mm. really changed my perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think at the time I was quite happy about that because, mm. you know, my parents weren't happy about it. So I was even mm. more motivated to read the book and the books and follow the teachings. Mm. Um, but what I've realized is, you know, everyone is on their own journey and that's yeah. completely okay. And my, I've given... I loaned these books out and given mm. them away to a number of people and four four mm. people mm. have given them back mm. and the responses have varied from I'm not ready for this mm. I can't do this or if you're saying everything's my fault and I have the power to take responsibility no <laughs> I can't deal with this right now no and more yeah. recently um, yeah. you know a friend of mine said he's not ready he's mm. not ready for that and and that's and, completely and okay yeah and it, it doesn't have to be the way that he yeah. thinks or anyone yeah. thinks. Uh, but it it is, I, I'm just supporting what you've said, yeah. that you can change your beliefs mm. and your value system, your value systems anytime you like. Yeah. But to do that, oh, I mean, I think people can have psychotic breaks over this. It's mind-blowing stuff. Yeah, it's a low, you just got to be very, really, really honest with yourself because if you can't be honest with yourself, you don't learn... That's why that I say there's a difference mm. between experience and wisdom. Mm. Wisdom is you've got the gem mm. <laughs> and you've got the skill and so then you've evolved as well. Yeah. And then you can say, here's exactly yeah. what went well, what went wrong, yeah. maybe. And even then you can go beyond right and wrong, hey, into yeah. wholeness. Ultimately, you've got to leave both. Um, but you know the skill and then it, it comes up and you've got the self-awareness and you can mm. apply it. Yeah. Um, and it and it now then becomes instinctively, right? In regards to what you're saying, you know, like I, I go, I'm open now. I actually go to a psychologist mm. because most of this stuff I did by myself. So I deliberately now go to a psychologist to verify all this stuff. Yeah. So people can't go, oh, Dave, you're just making that opinion up. Yeah. Or you don't have a psychology degree. I go to the people yeah. to get my work verified, yeah. do the double, triple checking, mm. and then I go, well, I've had my work verified. To get the validation. <laughs> yeah. well, so the then you can't pull this on me. Yeah. And... It also here's the other thing by going I go quarterly to a psychologist. Mm. It gives me commitment. I go mm. back each time with um progress. Mm. I go I go out and he might only give me one thing and then I go out and I apply it. Or I go out and I bring back how I've improved or where I've taken my spiritual or business journey and I, sh I show him this is where I've come in three yeah. months. So it's like a three months quarterly um, check check reflection, yeah. And then yeah. you go, well, this is how far I've come. This is what I've accomplished. This is the new self-awareness, the insights I've gained, the wisdom. Mm. And every time he goes, well. <laughs> and then like, that's great. then you got you, that I guess that's also creating a support network because mm. I also had to find people that, know and have an interest that I'm talking what yeah. we're um, talking about but he also could have a strategy that might get me through the schools get me through the yeah. government 
because yeah, I can't yet. see everything. Yeah. I don't know everything. I can't see everything. So I'm open to anyone with a, a view or a yeah. insight that could then yeah. lead me down new choices to get where we want to go. Do you listen to Jordan Peterson? Have oh, I like him. Yeah, I, me I like too. Him. And, and, you know, he was he was a guy who was criticised for two decades. Now everyone's loving him. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah. And he really has a, a different spin on things. And mm. he's he wrote that book, 12 Rules for mm. Life. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah, it's yep. actually behind mm. me. So one of the rules was... Okay. I haven't read the book, but I flicked flick. through it. So one of his rules is... Assume the person you are listening to might know something you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And, th and that's humility. Recognizing yeah. a lot of people who are, who are different from you yeah. can teach you something profound. Yeah. And that, you know, they could come from another continent. They could come from another culture. They might have a different skin yeah. color. Uh, because there's many ways to do something. And you can't have problems out there without solutions, right? That's right, that's right. And that's rule number nine. I particularly like rule number four, which is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not who someone else is mm. today. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I think that one of the big things we have now with young people and even now with adults with the social media, they're going on comparing their lives and most people are putting up a facade mm. of what their life mm what they want how amazing and pretty themselves. it is and yeah, beautiful when that's not actually true you know and um i think a lot of people have moved uh, away from social media yeah. i mean i know there's still millions on there but yeah. don't not putting yourself worth in there is yeah. like people go why does this person have all these cars and money and their life mm. looks so good and then the comparison is the thief of joy yeah and if you don't want to be comparing yourself to other people i like, like that comparison is the thief of joy yeah well that was i think uh, roosevelt the American president said that yeah. quote, um, but it's true. And you're responsible for your own joy. Uh, you know, comp compare if you want to learn, do something better mm. in that regard for self-improvement. Mm. But yeah, you, you're on your own journey. Uh, you can't have empowerment without responsibility mm. and accountability. Yeah. So you need to set up res responsibility for your yeah. feelings, your life, your thoughts, your actions, yeah. your experiences. Because most people say, oh, we're, we're in, you know, I'm responsible for my life. Then you rarely meet someone who goes, I'm responsible for my feelings and experiences. And then you do, a, mm. you know, an awakened person. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people we create are unconscious our, yeah. and just go mm. through life um, just letting things come to them and not really yeah. pinpointing We're, we're the creator of our life, yeah. you know. So... Why didn't you go to a psychologist initially when all this uh, happened? Oh, that's a very good question. And here's exactly why. How do I have gone... This is a VIP conversation. If you would like exclusive access to this part of the show, please head across to our Patreon page and support the show there. You will get access to this exclusive content as well as much more across different episodes. Supporting this show starts at as little as five US dollars a month. If you've enjoyed the show so far, you are going to love this exclusive content. So go on, jump onto Patreon and sign up now. Back to the show. Wow. Well, thank you very much for coming <laughs> on the podcast today. I've really enjoyed our conversation and yeah. I think that the initiative Everybody Wins is 
absolutely um, needed in yeah. the school systems and in young people's lives and many adults' lives yeah, as well. <laughs> I know that. And uh, next year with the community event in Canberra, I'm opening it up for the adults. So if you guys want to come and it's a place for transformation, whatever transformation you want to kind of make in your life, there's going to be uh, all kinds of presenters at the top Great. of their game. And how can people uh, hear or find out about uh, the details of this event coming up? Uh, so, yeah, I'll post it over social media. You can follow me on yeah. either Instagram or Facebook or YouTube yeah. or my website. It's What's your website? It's all davebarry.com. Um, B-A-R-R-I-E, yeah, right? Yeah, Barry is B-A-R-R-I-E. Great. Well, thank you very much for coming mm. on the show. It's been a really yeah, interesting conversation. Thanks, thanks for having me and uh, I appreciate it. And obviously, you know, you've done a lot of work yourself and it's, I'm sure you feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things that feels good, you know, your yeah. personal growth. And yeah. do you want to be the one being common or do you want to be the one going out there overcoming all this stuff mm. and living in the ver uh, to your highest destiny, being the person that you want to be mm. feeling that way as much as possible. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we are now going to do a prayer with Dave Barry. What are you going to focus on today? I am calm and have equanimity with greater patience. Why? Because equanimity always prevails. What do I want? I'm very good at letting go. I enjoy letting go and living in the now. I let go of what no longer serves me. I have health practices to make the most of each day and each moment, enjoying each moment, and then I let go and move beyond each moment, living in the now, and allow my life and potential to unfold. My health practices help me prepare to live beyond 100 years old, because I'm in love with myself and the world. I live with wholeness because I live healed. I have grace, appreciation and forgiveness for all of life. Everything in my life is happening for me, not to me. I let go of what no longer serves me because all I have is all I need, because all I have is all I need. I'm open to all the possible goodness that comes into my life today, and I reciprocate that good and respond in love and kindness. Today will be a great day. I give thanks for today, because I'm blessed, because I'm out to be so. And so it is today. And then I'll say thanks to people and stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
Thank you for leading us in that prayer. And I'll just say stuff like that to myself. And sometimes it might go for a bit longer and stuff like that. <laughs> you've, you've put me on more on the spot there, so it probably wasn't <laughs> as natural okay. as normal. No, but then, like, usually I sit there and I look out the window and I watch, you know, sometimes what, and I just relax, just relax into the body and embody it. I think it was really good. Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, you start talking to yourself like that and it happens, you know, and it happens more through the day and... Mm it's good because then and then I'll be like you know I'm whole and I, I move with ease and I move with grace and I move with flow in harmony with all of life and I'll just like, mm. <laughs> like no it's good <laughs> alright thank you mm. great job If anything during this episode made you feel unsettled or uncomfortable and you feel that you need extra support, please reach out to Lifeline Australia on 13 11 14. If you are not in Australia, please reach out to your local mental health provider.